0: Okay, we're going to be treating all of you with a double helping of this episode of Hey Honey, I've Been Thinking. Because, well, I was trying to edit the first episode you're going to hear, and unfortunately, the file got corrupted. So I had to do a lot of fixing with it, and well, you're going to hear it in its entirety, and there you go. And then you're going to hear the newest episode that's supposed to come out this week. So you're getting a double helping of... Hey, honey, I've been thinking. Enjoy!
1: You got skills. <coughs> 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 no dying. No dying. And you got skills. Yes, I know the perfume was strong, but that was a very, very juicy Well, I switched
0: out. chairs I and mean, now I'm sitting in a middle chair, and if I'm gonna. Uh, um, okay.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whoa!
0: Yeah, um, I, uh, that's a little awkward, but uh, I don't care. Yeah. Anyways, hi, how's it going, everyone, as I expect everybody to say something immediately so I can hear them while we're recording. Ooh, welcome to another exciting, wonderful, fantastical episode of Hey Honey, I've Been Thinking. I'm Travis.
1: And I'm Heather. Alright, so, um, we've
0: got a few topics to discuss here, I mean, that's the basis of each episode, um... Go ahead, and I guess I'll start. Hey, honey, I've been thinking.
1: Sure. What have you been thinking about?
0: I'm thinking how exhausted I am about this past weekend putting together two arcade cabins, one more intricate in design, and the other one a little more basic and easier to put together.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Okay. So we finally, I mean, we were going to do this last weekend, but uh, time wasn't on our side. But uh, this weekend, this past weekend, we finally had put together the Dragon's Lair arcade one of cabinet and that on Saturday then on Sunday we put together the Street Fighter 2 cabinet which by comparison Street Fighter 2 was so easy to put together. Yes. Okay. Now, what makes Dragon's Lair more um extravagant by design is if you ever seen that cabinet, the real real life one. I mean just google it. Um it's it's a it's different it's different at least we didn't at least when uh, they released that cabinet it wasn't a dual monitor one like they did back in in some of the that would have been cool well let's keep this in mind back in the old days with this game as popular as it was you know kids would be crowding around the machine some couldn't see what was going on so some designs of that cabinet had a screen or monitor that was built on top of the existing cabinet, so that way people can see what was going on.
1: Wow. I did not I did not know that. I really did not know that.
0: Yeah. And it's a beautiful game. I mean, I, Heather has seen me play it quite a few times. It's a great, great game.
1: Yeah, it is. I, I think it's gorgeous, and it's, it's seamless.
0: Yeah. I love the way this cabinet is designed um, with the game itself. But we'll get to that here in just a moment. This thing, when it arrived at our house, it was um very, it was very well packaged. This box was huge to begin with, and it was very heavy. In fact, you told me when the guy dropped it off a couple of weeks ago, he actually had. She's messing around with paints. So if you guys hear her playing with uh, um, taking stuff off, taking like this paper stuff that they put on these new bottles she's messing with whatever anyway um back to what i was talking about the guy actually had to use um oh god what do you call a dolly, that? A dolly yes thank you and he oh man i'm sure heather could tell you about that about,
1: about um the that. box itself it had of course it tells you the weight of the box itself on the box was one hundred and ten pounds? Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're normally not that big. i a little girthy.
0: Yeah, this one actually. I forgot what was on that box. What it said. Um, it was like private supply or something like that. Yeah, something like that. It was kind of. It's like okay, so there weren't that many in production, or maybe this one. Was a packaged specially. I don't know, but all I know is that sucker took ages to put together. I mean, it's. It, your,
1: I think we. I think it took us like about three or four hours. Three
0: hours. Three hours, and usually putting together one of these things, well, that are a normal regular one, would take about maybe an hour.
1: Hour and fifteen minutes at most. Yeah, because that's how long it took us to do the Street Fighter Two, um, the Legacy Edition, the one the twelve games. It only took us. An About hour. an hour.
0: Yeah. And I think most of that is because we, um, <laughs> we've built so many of these darn things. <laughs>
1: we've kind of gotten to be experts at it. Yeah. So no, if, we will not help out any of our friends with them. You buy them, you put them together, that's half the fun.
0: Yeah, exactly. But uh, if you ever want us to build it for you, um, that'll be an, we'll have a cover charge. So, yeah, there's at, that.
1: At least, what, 200 an hour?
0: Hmm, if it's a close friend, maybe 300. <laughs> but no, um, so the cabinet itself is beautiful. I mean, it the, the original um, Dragon's Lair arcade cabinet, it has its own scoreboard. And lives and everything will be displayed on it. It's not on the screen, because what you're seeing on the screen is just the game itself. And for those of you who don't know Dragon's Lair, first of all, shame on you.
1: Exactly.
0: I mean, this game has been out since '83. I'm sure you might have heard of it and seen it in action, but it's all it's a. The game takes about ten minutes to complete if you are very good at it and you don't make any mistakes. It's anime. It's an animated game by Don Bluth, who is basically the greatest animator of all time.
1: Almost every single Disney movie that I loved, he animated it um so it, it just i'm man i would love to shake his hand for thanking him for making my childhood and adult life so so wonderful for that
0: yeah. and you know my favorite don bluth animated disney film is you should know this um
1: yeah robin hood
0: exactly udalali
1: yeah i love robin hood we in fact i think we watched it about a couple months ago um, and yeah, we're due to
0: watch it again <laughs> yeah i mean
1: i do love Thumbelina and um
0: an american tale that was a good mm-hmm. one oh and of course we cannot forget secret of nim we oh can't God. forget I, that i
1: remember that's one thing i when i was sick as a kid and to be home from school i would always make sure i put that one on i mm. always made sure i put you know secret of nim on
0: see uh don booth movies are very good for kids especially when they're home sick it's like you know, if you're lucky, you have a DVD player these days or whatever.
1: I had VHS. What are you kidding?
0: Well, well, back in our days, yeah, we had VHS. But um, it's like kids today, oh, i probably on their smartphones.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Oh, I'm sick. I don't want to go to school. Watch YouTube
1: videos, yeah.
0: Jeez. But anyways. It's like, you
1: know what? You're sick too bad. Guess what? You could do your homework from home. Nice try.
0: <laughs> so, okay. But, okay, so. After an hour and a half of pure frustration putting this thing together, fired it up, and oh, my goodness. I love
1: the intro.
0: Okay, oh. so when after oh. you turn on an Arcade One-Up, it displays a logo for well, Arcade One-Up, and usually like a, some sort of a character from the games will show up there just because. But this one was nice because it was uh, it was Singed, the dragon. His head just like pops up from underneath the logo, looks around. Then he goes back up. It's pretty cool. But the games, oh my gosh, they are so crisp. The, the pictures, the sounds, very good stereo sounds. Although if you listen to the sound uh, listen to the game uh well Dragon's Lair if you listen to it, like the um oh, just, I, I just call it the demo intro, which you know it says well, Dragon's it Lair. You, yeah, it's a like Fantasy a trailer. Adventure. It's
1: like a trailer.
0: Yeah. So it gets you kind of pumped to watch the to play the game, but it's kind of strange the audio for it because yeah you get two stereo speakers, but the voiceover guy is on the left channel and all the music and sound effects on the right. It's
1: kind of trippy. I like it. I'm sorry, yeah. I like it. It's kind of. I just
0: like, I just never experienced it like that before. In fact, the very very first time I played Dragon's Lair was when my brother Tim got a Sega CD, and the game was ported to it. By the way, the Sega CD port, I commend them from trying their best. It was grainy. The audio was not very good. And it was kind of hard to control. But the thing is, when you play this game, you have to make decisions as to what's going to happen next. And if you make the wrong choice, you get to see the death scene. But if you make the right choice, the scene obviously keeps going. And, yeah. So the Sega CD and I'll say the 3DO ports lousy
1: well one thing i like about um the dragon slayer and dragon slayer 2 and the um
0: space space, space Ace
1: Ace is there was a type of book i used to love to read as a child mm-hmm. it was choose your own adventure books
0: classic
1: and so you get to choose what you want to do if you want to do one thing you go to this page if you want to do this thing go to that page and so that's pretty much what these games are Uh, They are choose your own adventure. In other words, you have to do the right choice, but you can make all these twists and turns.
0: But what makes Dragon Slayer hard in that regard is, well, and like in Dragon Slayer 2, Time Warp and Space Ace, you see flashes as to where you need to go or your sword or your um, laser gun um, flashes when you have to use it. That doesn't always happen in the first game in Dragon Slayer. You have to basically kind of pay attention and think, where does uh, Dirk need to go?
1: Well, the reason why I say it's kind of like a a choose-your-adventure is because every time you play it, it's different. Well, yeah. It's not... There's no pattern. It's not the same way every time. No matter you could play it 50 times, and it's gonna be different every time you play it. Why not? That's what I like about it.
0: Why not? And I was gonna say I've read quite a few choose your adventure books when I was a kid. My favorite one was uh, one with Indiana Jones, and I actually got stuck, literally stuck in the book. It's like you're crawling around this part of the the cave, and it's cold. And if you want to, uh, if you want to keep going, turn to this page. And it says, okay, this part of the cave gets is warm. And then turn back to this page. And then all of a sudden you read a page about this part of the cave being cold. Next thing you know, you are in a loop. You are oh, stuck. No. That happened. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to make that choice. <laughs> but, but no, seriously, going back to the game. We're keeping it in dang it. But the game itself is just looking at the visuals. I mean, I'm glad it isn't cropped like 16.9. It's, it's full screen. And it just looks looks beautiful. And what's pretty cool is it emulated, uh, in a sense, what the original LaserDisc uh, game was like. And meaning that if you make the right choice, the scene keeps playing. But if you make the wrong decision or you don't do it in time, the screen flashes black for just a split second and it shows you the death scene. So that is cool. I love that.
1: Yeah, that is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And then the other games on there like Dragon Slayer Two Time Warp, which is, and I'm sure a lot of people who play this game will agree, it is very, very difficult, because not only are you trying to make the right decisions, which by the way, with this ca- with this game in this cabinet, it's actually flashing down below. It actually says like left, left, right, down, sword. <laughs> it's like. Okay, well, I can actually see what I'm supposed to be doing. Thank you for the extra help there, Chief. I appreciate that. But what else you are supposed to be doing in this game is you're collecting treasures. And you can't complete the game unless you collect all the treasures and all the scenes. That is the challenge right there. But what's cool about here is it actually tells you, you know, when I say left, right, left, up, and all that, it actually will give you the direction of where the treasure is, and you need to get that. So, yeah, I guess it's kind of cheating, but I've never played the arcade game. I've never had that opportunity. The first experience I had with that was with, um... It, they ported the game to PC. And it's like, oh, okay. When I first saw that in the store, I was like, oh, I want to check this out. Bought it. It's like, oh cool. And brought it home. Yeah, plays place is fine, but the video and audio was a mess. So, there we go. And Space Ace... Um I'm trying to remember when I first played that. I want to say... Okay, no, I know. it's um The games eventually were ported, uh, put on DVD. And if you remember how DVD works, uh, you make a selection, the syst- uh, your device waits a few moments to make, you know, then it loads up the next scene. I'm purposely pausing because this is how long it takes to load up and the next scene, you're just continuing on with the story or you're going to die. <laughs> but, yeah.
1: Now, did they ever do that on a Laserdisc? I mean, I know the game was on disc in the arcade, but did they ever port that to the home for a Laserdisc? disc? Because there were yes. they did have games for Laserdisc. They did, but this is how
0: I learn about this. they for like the twentieth anniversary editions, they did like for a limited release, they had a Dragon Slayer Laserdisc that was available. And it also had some bonus like deleted or um well yeah, deleted scenes or just outtakes. You know, or something like that. Where it shows like different scenes, well, it's the same scenes, but different deaths, or okay, let's see if you have him go over, to over here, or what happens if we slash the sword here? You know, just stuff that didn't show up in the game. And they actually shown some extended death sequences. Like, after you lose all your lives, you see Dirk to Daring just fall into the screen and he just deteriorates. They had a longer version of that. And, you know, so I, on LaserDisc, yeah, they did. You couldn't play it; you just watched it. Well,
1: that's yeah. I mean, because I do know that I do remember they had some games that you could play on the LaserDisc. It was interactive, and because I have one, that's how I know. I don't remember because I had that one um um seat um LaserDisc that you got me.
0: Funny games.
1: Yeah, and it has several stuff on that. We that still
0: need to get you a LaserDisc player. I know, I know you're you're trying to find the one that you had since you were. When you were a kid and growing up and you had it in your possession. I'm just going to tell you, honey, we probably won't be able to find that one. I just say, just go ahead and get a Laserdisc player.
1: Yeah. And then I want to get some movies, like, a, you know, similar to the movies that I used to have, you know. And But talking about, you know, these vintage games and Don Bluth is making me nostalgic for some of the um, Laserdisc movies. And that now I now have on Blu-ray that you gave me.
0: Yeah. DVD, Blu-ray, we even have on digital. Um,
1: but it's at um, Fairytale Theater that I want to watch again.
0: You're welcome.
1: I know. I love that. But so, I mean, I was getting nostalgia for, you know, things that I had on Laserdisc. And the reason why I connected is because this game came out on Laserdisc through the arcades. That's made it special all in its own. Mm-hmm. So there's my connection.
0: There. We go. <laughs> but yeah.
1: So putting them together was to tell them the hardest part about putting it together, the longest part.
0: The longest part. Oh my gosh. Okay. So some of these newer arcade one-up cabinets, I and mean, we we experienced this with uh, the Killer Instinct cabinet. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the Dragon's Lair one. They had these little um, extending bits to on make the, it taller. To make it taller. Maybe we didn't have to do it for this, but you know what? If it's there, might as well. But you have to put these stupid little brackets to connect the two pieces on each side of the cabinet. It's a royal pain because you're trying to get it lined up, and it took me like maybe a half hour just to do one stupid bracket. Then finally, Heather suggested to—what to, was that one th- device? It's an like, it all An all A-W-L. Put that in there to—no, between— um, to line up the bracket and the hole for the screw. And they'll put that in there so that way you can get the other screws in. And lo and behold, they made the job that much easier. I, I couldn't believe I didn't think about that.
1: A sharp pointy thing.
0: Sharp pointy things really help.
1: <laughs> but then also, it doesn't help the fact that these screws that they give us, one, for these brackets are really short and they have no tip. So there's, if it had a point then at least you'll be able to get it in there and get it started easier. But there was no point. It was a blunt edge on the end of it. So it was very hard to get it lined up and get it in there just right.
0: I know. It's, oh, my gosh. We were just like, oh, my gosh. I was just getting so frustrated. I kept thinking to myself, no, we can put this together. We're going to have fun enjoying the heck out of this. And we did. And that's that was the whole point of it. But then we put together Street Fighter (laughs) Two, realized how simple that one was. And realized, I want more cabinets just like that, so (laughs) where it doesn't have to be so intricate. Or you have to have all these brackets to help make the thing taller. You know, it's just like, you know, if you guys are going to make this thing taller, then you're going to have to ship these things in longer boxes, so that way we don't have to go through this kind of nonsense. I get the point that you you, uh, package these things the way that you do. Because you try to make them cheap, you know, cheap and affordable for people to buy them, put them in their homes. I get it. But it doesn't need to be that complicated.
1: Oh, but it's beautiful. It lights up, the sound. And one thing that makes the dragons are unique compared to, like, the Street Fighter or the Killer Instinct is that one little hole on the um, console pad headphones.
0: Oh, honey, that's a staple for all the arcade one No, no. We
1: have quite a few of them that have that. Well, not uh, Street Fighter don't have that.
0: I thought it did, love.
1: No, it did not.
0: Dang it. Jerks. Hmm. 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 <sighs> but anyways, hmm. they are put together. We tried the Street Fighter 2 one here just a few... um Well, earlier this afternoon, just to try it out. And games game was... Awesome.
1: And including the, they, I'm glad they did not alter the ineligible or unaudible sounds of that one, of the first one, where the guy sounds like he is speaking Uh, through a pillow. You're
0: talking about the original, the very first Street Fighter game.
1: Right. And the guy sounds like he's talking, you know, being muffled by a pillow. Keep in mind, this game came
0: out in 1987, and Capcom were trying to get into. uh, Releasing um, fighting games, the technology they had for that cabinet at the time, by comparison to by today's standards, whoa, holy mackerel. Because especially when you, the voice in the game, it's a, it's a voice synthesizer, and this voice synthesizer needs some speech therapy. Terribly. Yeah. Terribly needed speech therapy, especially like as I mentioned this before. When Ryu wins the round, it, this is what it sounds like. Don't forget there are other fighters like you. Oh, blah, Like, blah, blah, blah. My... what? Huh? Can we say that again? What? It's like, um, I love it. There are other fighters like you. he blah, blah, <laughs> blah, blah, blah.
1: <laughs> you know what he sounds like? You know, like Stallone did in the Rocky film movies, right? When he was, you know, had everything beat the crap out of him, and, hey and
0: yeah! he <laughs>
1: bad he sounded.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. But no, but try the other games on there and ah, oh, gosh, I can't wait the road. Really but what are. other
1: one do you really like? Besides the standard, you know, which one what are your oh. 2 That's okay, on the Street Fighter, what are your two favorite ones out of that?
0: Okay. Well, uh, Final Fight is on there, which the working title for that was gonna be Street Fighter eighty nine, but uh it was a different kind of a game. It was just a beat 'em up and They call it uh, Final Fight, and it was awesome. Anytime that anything anything that's got Final Fight on it, I'm going to play it. And, um, oh, gosh. It's a difficult game. You have to go through it two times in order to get to the complete ending. Uh, Ghosts and Goblins is on there. You actually have to go through the game twice in order to really beat Never played it. Yeah, it's a frustrating game, but it's a good kind of frustration.
1: So, how many arcades do we have out? What, what do we have Let's, now? We're just
0: going to name them because it's going to be easy to do it this way. So, if you've got hands, go ahead and get them out and get Let's your fingers ready. Let's
1: start off with that uh, console table. One.
0: Okay, Okay. we'll start with the, the Pac-Man Pixel Bash, which has over 30 games on
1: All it. right, so now we got the console, 30 games. Okay, next one.
0: Next one is Pac-Man, which has Pac-Man and Pac-Man Plus.
1: So, two games on that.
0: Okay. Next one is NBA Jam, which has NBA Jam, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, and NBA Hang Time.
1: Three games. Three All games. right.
0: Uh, the next one was one I'm so proud of today because you got that from me. You're so cool. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has the arcade game on it, and Turtles in Time. So, that's two games.
1: Two games, but it's a beautiful game.
0: And a beautiful cabinet.
1: Woo. Yeah, oh, it okay. is gorgeous.
0: Um, then we have Mortal Kombat 2, which has 12 games on that. It's a legacy uh, arcade cabinet. Okay. And then, uh, gosh, Killer Instinct, which has Killer Instinct, Killer Instinct 2, and Battletoads, plus two bonus games. So
1: that's actually five that's games. That's five.
0: Technically, that's five. Um, Dragon Slayer. We're have Dragon Slayer, Dragon Slayer 2, Space Ace. That's three games. And then the Street Fighter 2 cabinet, which has 12 games.
1: So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. No, nope, we're missing some, aren't we? Mm.
0: I'm thinking.
1: What's What's in the game room?
0: Okay, we got Pac Man, Turtles, NBA Jam, uh, Mortal Kombat four, right there.
1: Yeah, maybe that. Is, are we? Are we? At the, the, I we thought we the, were ten. Okay.
0: No, we don't have ten. We okay. don't have ten yet. No.
1: Yet yeah, I did anybody else hear that yet?
0: Yeah, it's gonna happen eventually. I tell
1: 52, you. Four. Okay,
0: now she's doing she's doing math with the old school paper and pencil, not grabbing a calculator.
1: Why? Where's the fun in that? Jeez. Jeez.
0: So in total with all that we have page-
1: a Bill and Ted number. <laughs> so
0: add up all the individual games are in the cabinets themselves. We have uh sixty nine dudes <laughs> <laughs> So oh yeah that's so cool. Oh my gosh. Okay, so okay, so Turtles, NBA Jam, got that console, Pac-Man, MD2, Killer and Dragon's Lair, Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, we have sixty 69- nine Can you imagine if we had just the games individually. I think we do. No, I'm talking about the the ones that are in the, these things. If we had each one by themselves. Oh,
1: like a cabinet all by themselves? My God.
0: We wouldn't have a house to live in.
1: No, we wouldn't.
0: Oh, my gosh. And I got this one guy. His name is Ryan. Hey, Ryan, hope you're listening. He said that he, he would build an arcade cabinet with over 2,000 games on it. And I'm thinking all right, man, go ahead, you do that. It'd be cool if he would, but I'm not going to make him do it. Besides, he'd probably have me, you know, buy the materials, and that'd be, yeah. But it's just, I mean, yeah, you can build your own arcade cabinets today, and, you know, that's awesome and all that, but uh, I'd rather have somebody do it for me. But anyways, enough of that.
1: So yes, I mean we do have um more games to get. I still wanna get that popcorn thing for that you know, for the game room. Popcorn
0: an actual popcorn cart.
1: Yes, yes, I do wanna get that. And I mean I'm wait I'm ordering some I well I ordered some wall decor for the game room, but they are like really giant size game cartridges. From Etsy, and they're being three D printed, so I'm excited over that.
0: I'm sneaking a drink of your Pepsi, Na-na-na-na-na. No,
1: my Pepsi. But yes, that Neo Geo is dropped by thirty bucks already.
0: Oh my gosh!
1: And that um, I do want that one. That one is comes preloaded with fifty games.
0: Fifty games, including all of the Metal Slug games. Heck yeah. That one's going to be easy to put together because it's basically the barcade, and then it has this elongated stand that you can put together. It looks like it's going to be pretty easy to do that. But, oh, my gosh.
1: Um, I can't wait for that one because that, that's be the next thing we order.
0: Yeah. Um. Then we'll have, in total, 119 games.
1: Met, there's Arcade six games. Metal Slug games. Six. Yeah.
0: You got the... You got, Metal Gear Slug one through five, and then you have Metal Gear, Metal Gear, Metal Slug X, which is a remake of the second game.
1: Some of these games I, I'm not familiar with, like King of Fighters. There's a
0: lot, yeah. It's tons of fighting games. That's what the Neo Geo was all about. A lot of fighting games. <coughs> Excuse me.
1: So yeah, I mean it's it's. I'm I'm looking forward to getting that one. Really, I am.
0: I can't wait. And then you
1: know. That yeah. one, do I am kind of wanting. You're
0: to get looking a, at uh, NFL Blitz, or, aren't you?
1: Yeah, and then I'm also thinking about that Marvel versus Capcom one. Oh there, my is,
0: gosh, yes.
1: I mean, those are other things that i will like to get. Um, that's not a bad price for NFL, uh, NFL Blitz? Blitz.
0: Yeah, it's Legends. I don't know how many games are in that, but that's 500 bucks for that right now.
1: That's not bad.
0: I'm kind of holding out yeah, for the
1: Atari Centipede. Yeah, yeah, it was okay. Um,
0: would like to get the... um. I don't know. I'm really hoping that uh, Arcade 1-Up will work with uh, Midway or Warner Brother Games, because Warner Brother Games owns Midway now. I would love for them to come out with an Arc- um, Area 51 arcade game. Oh, and you are going gaga over Ridge Racer.
1: <laughs> I've always loved Ridge Racer. I, was,
0: I did, too. I love Ridge Racer. Kid That's me, not got, a bad price. We got a couple of the games on PlayStation. So What's this? Uh, I don't know. That looks like it's a Street Fighter 2 variant. Yep. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo from Arcade 1. That- Shin- I look like I'm trying to read the name. Shinku the- Hadouken. Shinku Hadouken. The arcade game 2022 edition. Capcom Legacy. I think was, wow, that's snazzy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the 35th anniversary yeah. edition. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I really really want to get some more to add to our list of ones that we don't have. Excuse me. i to spray you. Do you need a wipey? Oh,
0: good, sorry. You need a squeegee. I'm, s- I'm sitting on a metal chair. I'm sorry. I might have to cut Frogger. That bit. Frogger. Frogger?
1: Yeah. What? Time Pilot? Time Pilot
0: 84? Those are Konami games, by the way.
1: Maybe yeah, that's a car
0: tire.
1: <laughs> I remember playing Frogger. Oh, I wow, was awesome at Frogger. I remember playing Frogger at a gas station back in the early 80s when I was about 8 and 9 years old. So I would say that was like 81 and 82 I remember playing Frogger.
0: I oh, The first time I played Frogger was on the Atari 2600, and I was pretty good at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I love Frogger. I mean, I'm I'm not the best at it. I used to be really good at it. And that's what, here's another game that we've been debating over whether to get. Yeah, The, the Simpsons.
0: Simpsons. The only problem with that is I do like the arcade game. I'm not like hardcore into it, but there's only two games now. You got The Simpsons Arcade and then you have Simpsons Bowling. Really? That's the best you can do. Uh, Yeah, honey, we're not going to be getting the Marvel vs. Capcom one because I I think they're sold out. So people are going to be charging out the behind for that.
1: Yeah, no. Oh, I do want to start trying this.
0: We could start getting the pinball machines. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like that Star Wars pinball one.
1: (coughs) Excuse me.
0: That's what you get for spraying too much. Oh, man. I don't know how legit that really is, though. Because it's not... A, okay, Heather on Amazon found this Donkey Kong Barcade one. The only, pr- uh, the only problem with that is it's not fully licensed from Nintendo, so you're probably dealing with, you know, ROMs. Well, you yeah, know, there are ROMs in the arcade one of cabinets. I'm just saying, this this is not licensed by Nintendo, you know, it could be some legalities...
1: Sixty classic uh,
0: arcade <coughs> <games>. Excuse me.
1: <coughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of arcade games that eventually I do want us to get. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it just...
0: It eh, just, just, just takes some time, that's all.
1: Exactamundo.
0: Ooh, Duckman. That's not an arcade game, but I love Duckman. I
1: know. I have it in your list for you for Christmas.
0: Well, I put it in the list because that's the game. Uh,
1: There's also this thing that's kind of cute.
0: Hey, y'all, Miss Minutes.
1: It's a plush Miss Minutes doll.
0: (laughs) Now we're at the part of the podcast where we're going through a wish list on Amazon. Uh, well,
1: I did get you that for when you take baths, you know, a baby now, shark. Why
0: did you put baby shark in there? Do,
1: get, do, do, do.
0: get that out of there baby right shark, now! Do, 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 do. Get that out of there no, now, or I'll do it. I'll it's, do.
1: It's cute. Well, then you got a rubber ducky. But,
0: yeah, but yeah, but that's but the
1: rubber ducky is Mister Doctor Eggman.
0: Mister Doctor Eggman, that's his Mr. name. Mister Mr. Mr. Doctor Dr. Eggman.
1: Oh,
0: Mister Doctor Eggman. <laughs>
1: And I also have, you know, go have gotta, gotta. I put go.
0: that in there. The, it's
1: a pooping got, turtle.
0: Little <laughs> <laughs> live pets, gotta go turtle. That T U R D L E, turtle.
1: <laughs> the It is an interactive plush rainbow turtle that wiggles, poops, and talks. <laughs> it's so stupid.
0: I saw that in one of the Nostalgia Critics commercial specials. and was like, oh, okay, I think I want to see that.
1: Like I said, we've already found out what kind of indoor-outdoor carpeting we want for the game room, and that classic arcade look Yes. from the 90s, 80s, and 90s. It's gorgeous. It's loud. It's obnoxious.
0: The way I see it, there weren't really any arcades that were in Savannah, Illinois. If they were, they were very short-lived, and I never knew about them. They must have closed. But no, I am very happy to say that in this house, we have an arcade. And if anybody wants to come over and play games with us, that'd be super awesome. Uh, There will be a $10 cover charge, you know.
1: And bring your own sodas.
0: Bring your own sodas, bring your own snacks, but you clean it up after yourself, okay? Yes. (laughs) Uh, Because that'd be such a douchey thing to do, is leave a mess in somebody's house.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) But, yeah.
1: But, um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that um, we're looking forward to. Adding to that, like I said, I still want to get that popcorn machine. I wouldn't mind um if we have room.
0: Nope. <laughs>
1: Sorry, popcorn. So, like I said, uh, so like I said, I would like to get a popcorn, um, one of those popcorn cart things. I think that'd be cute, and then we can use that whenever we want. But uh, otherwise, it'd be mostly for looks. Um, but uh, I just wish we could get like a like a a small little vending machine in there to really tie it together. <laughs> Oh, I know I'm silly, No,
0: well it's like a soda dispensing, you no know, like um, like you know soda dispense, not just like no soda jerk machine, you know what I mean, like you know, push your cans of soda in there and just press a button and oh no, yes, one yes, time.
1: not not like um, you know, where you have to do the boxes of the syrup and stuff, yeah. no, but um, that's too much of a mess. I'd rather have it for the cans or the bottles, you know exactly, well, we could always just simply buy a um wine refrigerator I put in there a little one yeah I suppose because it's a clear glass door and you can put the sodas in there and the
0: be all fancy and stuff with it (laughs) I don't I'm gonna play some turtles can I get a soft drink sure darling what would you like Uh, I fancy a diet Dr. Pepper
1: well we don't have any diet Dr. Pepper now do we you're gonna have to suffer with some water
0: Uh, well where's all the shasta
1: we have a fresco,
0: okay? That works. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're being goofy right now, but no. I mean, I really want to get that room done and beautiful and just you know, and make it to where we have, like I said, there's a section to where it used to have a wall up, and that used to be um another room. Um, but the previous owners at one point or another took out the wall to where are it, it's kind of like a an alcove kind of type spare room, yeah, yeah, and. So, but the main um, wall is there. So, I would like to put up, like, curtains up. So, that way, when we don't have company over, you can't see in there. It looks fine. But uh, we have company come over. We can open up the curtains and be like, oh, oh, wow. This is totally different from what I expect.
0: Can you imagine if I shot some YouTube videos in there just, like, talking about random things? And then, all of a sudden, well, in the background, you see all the arcade cabinets just turned on.
1: Yeah, and get the gotta get the RGB lighting for up around the ceiling and yeah. Oh, I mean, I really have some big, big ideas I want to do for that. And like I said, I'm starting to get some wall decor ordered that needs to be made. So I mean, that'll be wonderful. And just I'm yeah. I'm looking forward to getting that room done.
0: It's gonna look great because, like I said, and I can just like make YouTube videos in there. Not doing Let's Play videos because I'm gonna be honest. I kind of it's like we're at the point now where we've seen it all.
1: And see, I like it to be like that, or oh, oh, like a um, a nice blue, kind of like almost a royal blue, but a little bit lighter, hmm. to where it is. Um...
0: She's pointing to her computer where she has some L, um, um, RGB lighting that's flashing like it's a bit of a rave, and it look. <laughs> She's making a comment about how it'd be kind of nice if we could do that for the game room.
1: Well, at least that blue for the walls. Yeah. And oh, so I see what you mean now. paint yeah. the walls that shade of blue, and then we can have the RGB lighting, because I don't want it to be too dark, but I still want it to be kind of, you know, you know, to where any lights we have would that look beautiful.
0: It's giving me some ideas. So, okay.
1: So, yeah. I mean, that's what I would like for that room color to be painted to be a pretty blue. Yeah. Not too dark, but not too light, Just,
0: you know? mm-mm, good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can tell we're getting tired, and we still got things we got to do tonight. Yeah,
0: we're rambling now, so let's just go ahead and wrap this thing wrap up. Wrap
1: this up. Why don't uh, you say some nice things?
0: I'll say some nice things about this wonderful production company that uh, I'm a part of. It's Basement Protocol Productions. And go to the website, which is basementprotocolproductions.com. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm trying to talk and belch, all of a sudden, belch up some Diet Pepsi while Heather is plucking some zits on my forehead.
1: I am doing no such thing.
0: Yes, you are. Anyway, basementprotocolproductions.com, go check out the website. There's lots of really great content on there from gaming, sports, you name it. Good chances on there. You can see live streams have been archived and other podcasts available for your listening pleasure basementprotocolproductions.com you can also check out this very podcast you listen to on various podcast platforms we're on itunes iHeartRadio,
1: pandora uh
0: yes pandora we're on that we're also on stitcher you know you just, all you gotta do is go to these uh where you get your favorite podcasts and look up hey honey i've been thinking So we're on there. And new episodes are available for your listening pleasure each and every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. I think that's enough rambling for this week. And we'll talk to you guys next, next time. I'm Travis.
1: And I'm Heather.
0: You guys have a good one, and we'll talk to you another time. Bye. Bye. Wait, oh, oh, oh,
1: we, are, meow, meow, meow.
0: we were really starting the episode like that. Why not? It's <laughs> Mario Christmas. This is a very awkward thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome back to yet another exciting episode of Hey Honey, I've Been Meowing.
1: Hi.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. No, seriously. Welcome to another episode of Hey Honey, I've Been Thinking. I'm Travis.
1: And I'm Heather.
0: All right. So. Basically, this uh, episode is um, being released. Um, well, time you're listening to this, which is about a week before Christmas, like six days. And um, yeah, I just figured go ahead and might as well take a, a moment and talk about some Christmas things that we like and everything during the holidays. Things that kind of help us through, make, get some enjoyment out of it.
1: Try to put us in that cheerful spirit mood. Um. Even though I think the Grinch was right all along, before his heart grew
0: three sizes that day.
1: I, I, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh! Okay. But, but uh, the thing is, a uh, special announcement. Um, the fu- next week, uh, there won't be an episode of Hey Honey. Um, I've been thinking because, uh, I think we just need to kind of like regroup. I mean, it's the last two weeks of the year, you know. Just kind of like just chill out for a few, couple weeks, you know. Yeah. Then, Come back at you, hitting hard, um, just after the new year. Okay, dokie. Sounds like a good idea.
1: I think we can manage that.
0: Yeah, I think we can too. So, so we'd we'll be arriving. I think. Well, I'd say in January. January. <laughs> just say, just find- just
1: be vague. Just say January. <laughs> just be <laughs> no, vague.
0: No, I think it's going to be January the ninth. That's that Monday. We'll be hitting you with a sec uh, second season of the show. All right, so My guess we'll just dive right into this. Hey, honey, I've been thinking.
1: Sure, what have you been thinking about now?
0: Oh, sounds so enthusiastic, don't Uh, we?
1: Bah, humbug.
0: Yeah, I know, I hear you too. One thing that gets me through uh, Christmas is watching some uh, Christmas movies because in some instances you see other people going through just pure torture and for whatever reason it comes out smelling like roses.
1: And the rocket's red, red glare The bomb's bursting.
0: <laughs> hey clock, if you're not doing anything constructive, run right in the living room and get my stogie.
1: The Blessing
0: <laughs> That's one of the movies, of course, we're quoting lines from the classic. Uh I knew I was gonna come up with something funny. Forget it. I <laughs> National Lampoons Christmas Vacation. That's got that was A classic like the moment it came out because i
1: I think almost everybody could see their own family in that situation there's a little bit of their family craziness they could see in that i definitely could see a lot of my family growing up with that type of atmosphere that's
0: well i mean you have to look at it this way i mean when you everybody i think who's listening to this has seen that movie and Basically Christmas Eve comes around and everything just falls apart. He throughout the whole movie Clark Griswold was planning the perfect family Christmas and when it came to that time everything just snowballed and just went downhill. It was just insane. But I think that one thing I kind of learned from that movie is you can try to make all these beautiful plans, but man, don't stress yourself. I mean you lit up the whole house like a candle with all those lights. Who does that? But I mean, all he, you really
1: need is an RV and a cigar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: To say the bleepers full, you know.
0: I know, right? So, I mean, I mean, nowadays you do see, you know, when you see a lot of lights on a house, it's like, oh, it's a Griswold family household. It's a they're having a Griswold Christmas. And I'm thinking, their electric bill is going to be outrageous.
1: I look at it, oh, look, there's somebody that has more free time in their hands than I do.
0: Exactly. (laughs)
1: That's what I see. I'm like, hey, you want to do my tree, my house? Come on, come on over. I'll give you some hot cocoa or a cup of coffee, you do my house.
0: Yeah. But that movie, I mean, it's just, it's a really great movie. I mean, I don't think anybody can deny how funny it is.
1: Like I said, I think everybody could see um a family member that was like one of those. And I think that's why they wrote that the way they did. Is you got the stereotypical in laws to where everybody has that, you know, forgetful aunt that's on the verge of going into the nursing home because of her Alzheimer's or dementia. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You got the sarcastic uncle who, you know, you just want a backhand but you can't. And then the you know the the um hypochondriac mother and you know the the father that don't think you do anything good enough. And there's just all those are just the in laws, and we all have somebody like that in our life.
0: Oh yeah, totally. And I think John Hughes, who actually who had written this film, um, was based off of a short story or something that he. had I written. do believe it was. I yeah, think it was, it was based on Christmas '56. I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I don't know if that actually shown up in an issue of uh, National Lampoon magazine. Oh, man, I, I really wish I would live in that time. Well, I, I, we did. It's just that you really couldn't find uh, issues of that around here. Nor was I able to, well, years later, find out, really, that National Lampoon was actually a magazine. It wasn't just some name that they strapped on some of these And comedies. it wasn't
1: just that, either. What else was it?
0: It was also a record series.
1: Right. And eventually, I told you, you know, I think we mentioned that briefly in a in another episode, previous episode, that eventually I would like for us to, you know, you could find those old copies.
0: Oh, they're everywhere. Easy uh, to find. Of the
1: vinyls and the magazines. I would would love to be able to, you know, collect them.
0: That would be great. Um, But no, I mean, this was a, I think it was just a story that John Hughes had published in an episode, uh, episode, uh, one of the uh, copies of of, um, National Lampoon. Was based off of this uh, one family where they had kind of an outrageous Christmas. So I think that's what it was based on. Um, But yeah, you just have that. I mean, there's no such thing as the perfect Christmas. There's always something that's going to go wrong, whether you have uh, an overcooked turkey, um, squirrels running to the house, dogs
1: and cats living together, mass mass hysteria, hysteria.
0: although that's Ghostbusters, but still it could happen. And there was
1: a scene where they wore a Santa hat.
0: That was there, Ghostbusters too.
1: Nope. In the first Ghostbusters there was a scene where they wore a Santa's hat.
0: I could have sworn that was Ghostbusters too. Yeah, two.
1: I do remember it because it was in the, the montage where they were going around just busy as all get-up. Yeah,
0: because during that time where they had that montage in Ghostbusters too, it was around Christmas time and New Year's was coming up as well.
1: But they also had the montage in the first one. It wasn't okay, people um everybody put in chat who right or wrong or send us a message who's right or wrong. There just leave it at that Zip-a-dip-a-doo. whatever Zip-a-dip-a-doo.
0: next film Zip-a-doo. i got you to thank for this you're welcome and also uh uh troy baker i need to give him thanks for it as yeah, well
1: yeah you know but troy kept trying but i was my, my push over the um okay the, so uh, die hard building.
0: die hard yes i mean it took me ages like it's not a Christmas movie. It's just an action film that takes place during Christmas. And you had no desire to see it. Well, no, it wasn't that. It just didn't get a chance to. Because when the movie came out back in 1988, um, this is when, a time when my folks they wanted a copy of a movie. And it was just too expensive to buy a copy. Because let's just be fair, when VHS tapes came out of uh, big blockbuster films, you couldn't really go out and buy the movie. Because you had to wait about a year for it to actually be on sale. So video rental stores actually had the, the, the movies. So guess what my folks did? They had two VCRs. They copied them.
1: Most everybody did that. Yeah. Come on, we did but,
0: that. No, but there's a point I'm trying to make here. They wouldn't let me watch it. Because it's, oh, it's too violent. Why don't you just go do this? Go do something else. I'm like, <laughs> well, geez, that kind of ruined my fun.
1: And Meanwhile, I grew up to where my parents let me watch scary movies and old horror flicks they you know, like the shining when it, when when i was like 8 9 years old i'm watching the shining and my parents had no problem with it and i didn't have nightmares but here my parents let me watch all these scary movies and yours is oh they're protecting you it's too scary go, go play with something and me I while got I'm denied enjoying, while i'm enjoying these scary movies
0: i got denied so many like movies and music and other tv shows I'm still real in the fact I was not able to watch an uncensored episode of Tales from the Crypt. I'm sure they had some Christmas episodes. <laughs> I don't remember, but we got the DVD set for me to go back and take a peek anyway. Yes. Yes. But oh man, this is a Die Hard. That's even the sequel, Die Hard 2, which I'm going to be honest is more or less the same.
1: Yeah. But just, it doesn't matter. It was just fun. It's an airport instead of a building. It's an airport. Yeah. And that's like, (laughs) "Eh, I I didn't really care for the second one that much because it is too much of a cookie cutter of the first one. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it was predictable. You knew, you could tell who the bad guys were in the second one. It was predictable.
0: And Even John McClane made a mention about,
1: I can't believe the same thing is happening twice. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, he was making a, a reference to what was going on because this is a darn sequel. Anyway. So no, I mean you got me into that movie and Troy Baker who is a uh, voice um actor who I admire although he's quite the prima donna anymore. Anyway, he's um they both basically you you convinced me, mostly you, to check out this movie and I had a blast. I think we rented it or something on digital. Then we went out and bought the blu-ray set of all five films yep. by the way the fifth movie blows i right?
1: still kind of liked it because i always did like it and there's running gags throughout it from the first couple movies so that's just
0: maybe but it's just not I good i always did like it I'm i saw it in theaters either. and i didn't care for it
1: whatever anyway. and you also like stuff i don't like
0: well yeah i guess game of thrones ain't my cup of tea anyways and
1: you like heavy metal and that
0: heavy metal is a great movie it
1: put me to sleep it's an even
0: better soundtrack you can't deny the Uh, soundtrack is
1: you you like it i I like the soundtrack the movie put me to sleep
0: we're getting off base now
1: nope we're going back to Die Hard.
0: yes thank you (laughs) uh and that movie I've quoted so I've seen it so many times now that I've quoted like and, and some of the most memorable. So lines. we
1: watched it before Christmas, like about a couple of weeks before Christmas, before you had a work Christmas thing. Yeah. And so what did we do? You had to do for that Christmas. Ah,
0: uh, yes. I actually, um the the last day before we on we went on Christmas. Bro, well, the next day was Christmas Day. But I made a makeshift sweatshirt that resembled the one of the. They said they weren't terrorists, but we're going to call them terrorists because that's exactly what they do. They kill people to get the things yeah, that they, they want. They're just thieves. Whatever. They're very, uh, very not flamboyant, but they're extravagant thieves. They're very... It's called European. Anyway. So I made myself a makeshift uh, sweat, uh, sweater, no sweatshirt, excuse me, gray sweatshirt, and I'd written on it,
1: with big, bold red sharpie, you know, the extra he, wide ones you can buy, not the regular thin sharpie.
0: Because he had, um, John McClane actually had written this in blood on the sweatshirt, but I had written on it, now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, oh, ho. Oh. <laughs> and, and, I, and so I, made, I wore that, and everybody was like, what is that? Like, have you not seen Die Hard? No. Go watch the movie. Yeah, it's life-changing.
1: And, yeah, so you actually made that. So, that, I mean, that made me feel so like, okay, that's how I know you really, really liked that movie.
0: <laughs> so, it, it's it's a great movie. And what other lines me quite from that? Oh, yeah. And the quarterback is toast. And Spell went out for that actor. He died here recently. Yeah, just very Poor recently. Poor guy. Oh, my
1: gosh. Very young, too.
0: Very, very young. And he was, like, I did not realize this. He was uh, in Texas Walker Ranger. Texas walker ranger walker <laughs> i swear i'm not drunk no nope, walker you're... texas ranger he played um not really the sidekick but uh the cohort with uh, chuck norris didn't i realize that
1: never really watched that
0: well i watched that and then later years later watched Die Hard. so there we go now i finally made a connection
1: yay yeah. Um, Alright. Well, what about Um, some,
0: y'all been kind of taken over here. What other uh, Christmas movies do you have? One
1: Christmas movie I absolutely love and I can't get enough of. Classic Scrooge, Bill Murray.
0: Ah, yes, that's one of my favorites too.
1: Take me to the UBC building. Which floor?
0: I love I'm love. i sorry, movie. that
1: is my favorite scene out of the entire movie. Believe it or not, that, that taxi cab drive is my favorite David scene. David Johansson. Yes, I loved it. I just, oh my God, I could not get enough of that scene. The rest of it was like, okay, but I love that scene.
0: I mean, that movie had wall-to-wall comedians, of course, uh, really good actors as well. Um that Bobcat, was Bobcat Goldthwaite. come on. Oh,
1: who, who doesn't well, okay. I'm sure there's people who don't like Bobcat, but I've always I gr- loved
0: I've grown oh. up with Bobcat. I've loved him in just about everything he did. I even love that movie that he did with um John Candy as a voiceover, Hot to Trot.
1: Yes, that was cute. That I, was cute. I, I
0: I really love that movie. I did like
1: the movie too. Yeah. So yeah, I really do like Bobcat and you know, of course Bill Murray, even though Bill Murray Murray gets-
0: brothers, all for the Murray brothers, yeah.
1: Yes. So yeah, I mean, I do love that movie for Christmas.
0: Oh, we got to um, watch that. I, mean, that. I mean,
1: it's a tradition for me to watch it every year. Yes. One movie I like to watch every year, but I well, not every year because it, it's it's like too much rich food. It'll make you sick if you watch it too soon. I can handle it maybe every other year which is a christmas oh, story
0: yes and you were gonna go because
1: there. they overkill that thing they oversaturated it used to be and like when this- i worked at a nursing home it mm-hmm. was constantly being played over and over i'm like okay no more
0: well you gotta have some of those residents and need to watch it at least five times in a row
1: you know i maybe every <coughs> other year and i could stomach it that's fine but not every year but i do like the movie i don't Really, I haven't seen the sequel and that one that you're the recently one that came the out. The one
0: that's on HBO Max. Totally ignore the one that's called a Christmas Story too. That is total garbage. Do not watch that.
1: So yeah, I mean, I need to break down and watch that that sequel. Um, what, what I, I want to do,
0: what I want to do, is for us to go ahead and watch the first one because even though we've seen it several times, and TBS, I'm I've gotten to the point now I don't want to watch it or put TBS on. For that film because they actually had ruined it. This was kind of like an underground film that only a few people really discussed and actually found some enjoyment from. And then all of a sudden, one year, TBS started airing the film 12 times in a row. And now there's like tons and tons of unnecessary merchandise. There's actual A Christmas Story fudge.
1: Yeah, and you could get Back, all the other stuff. It's, oh, it's God.
0: Like, makes me want to brush my teeth yeah, just thinking no. about it.
1: Um, another movie that I like watching, and uh, most people don't think of it as a Christmas movie, but I do. And the subsequent sequel, I do believe. I, It's not really Christmassy, but I do classify it as a Christmas movie. It's Gremlins 1 and 2.
0: Well, I mean, Gremlins for sure, yes. But why Gremlins 2?
1: Well, it takes your place around... It, it, It's very similar. I always have to watch one and two together. Well, yeah, I do, too. And, like, doing a double feature on that. But But mostly it's the first one that I do declare as, to me, in my mind, a Christmas movie.
0: Well, Gremlins 2, I mean, the only reason why someone might think about that is if you were, there's this one scene where um, Clamp is basically, you know, this film's Trump. Although this guy's a little more handsome. Anyway.
1: A little more articulate.
0: He has all these TVs in his office, and one of them was running like uh towards the end of uh, "It's a Wonderful Life," but that's only just a tie into the first film,
1: right? I know, and so like I said, I I like to do a double feature when I watch those. I do too, because that way it's like I'm just not missing anything, and I love that. So I do classify the Gremlins as a Christmas movie.
0: The first one and the second one gotta watch it because
1: and yeah think um i don't really care i some people are gonna hate me for this i do not like um it's a wonderful life i cannot stand jimmy stewart i've never liked him um i could say some derogatory comments about what i think about him but (laughs) that's not appropriate for this viewing audience so i can't do that
0: Viewing audience,
1: listening audience. I was going to say,
0: hold on, listening audience. We're not a video podcast. I know
1: that, but you know what? But starting
0: um, in January, we're going to start putting up our episodes on YouTube. But anyways, um, I just got to get this out of the way. Mary.
1: Oh God. <laughs> I I could say a few choice things, but I'm not going to. But I really hate that movie.
0: I I watch every once in a while. Um, and it's one of those movies where several seriously.
1: That's how I feel
0: about it. Okay, I'm gonna to try to edit that so it can be more audible <laughs> for everybody. Anyway, I really hate like some of those black. I mean, this was really popular in the 80s because of Ted Turner. Oh God, I know. They
1: right? would take
0: some of these black and white movies and try to colorize it, and it always looks horrendous
1: because it's not. It, it's too sharp of a color and not softly muted. It's and not blended. natural. Yeah, it, it doesn't look right.
0: I mean, decades but. later, they've tried it again with some of these movies and. Maybe it looks a little bit better, but it's like, guys, just leave it alone. Yes, clean up the picture, remove some of the scratches and the dust, do that. But guys, don't colorize it. That's stupid. If it was meant to be in color, it would have been filmed in color.
1: One movie I do like, and I haven't seen it in many, many years, is the old, old, old Rudolph. The
0: mm. stop motion? yes.
1: You know I, what? What do you think about that? You like I, stop motion stuff, though, oh, don't
0: you? It's a lost art. I mean, because nowadays everything is like CG, and I'm just like, to me, CG is soulless. I mean, it's okay if it kind of help cut corners. Like for instance, like remember Jurassic Park? How breakthrough that was.
1: Yeah. And at then that we, time. And then
0: years later, we had Toy Story, which came out, which is the f- the f- very first fully CG film. Cool. But now because of that, almost any animated movie these days is CG and it's soulless. I don't like it. Yeah.
1: So there's something about that hand drawn animation or the stop motion. Um, it's just, it just, you know, brings it to life a little bit better.
0: It just looks like a lot of hard work had gone into it. Anybody can animate a CG movie, but nothing says it doesn't look as aesthetically pleasing like anything hand drawn or stop motion.
1: What other holiday movies do you
0: like? Oh gosh, I'm just trying to think. Well, I mean, we're talking about stop motion animation. What about Nightmare Before Christmas?
1: Oh yes, I mean, I was just waiting, saving that for last. But go ahead and well, that kind of kind of
0: you know segued into that. But uh, oh my gosh, I never had I've never seen that movie until about two thousand seven because this is what happened when I was when I was first married. Um, there's, um, my now ex-wife had her stepchildren came over, uh, come over, use proper, uh, English, Travis. And I said to, I was like, I've never seen that movie. So they bring it over and they put it in a DVD player, but they were talking about the whole time and I couldn't hear uh, one syllable of that. Movie looks cool though, but I couldn't hear a darn word because everybody kept talking. It was her, her daughters, their dad. I was like, Okay, just be nice. Just sit there, act like you're really interested. Invest in this movie. Everybody's talking, carrying on. Then, like later on, I actually bought a copy on Blu-ray and blew my mind. And the music, the star of the whole film, is the music. Yeah. And Danny Elfman, oh my gosh, I. This is one of the earliest films he actually scored, and not only just scored, he actually had sung in the whole soundtrack. Because the voice actor for he had um,
1: difficulty with some of them.
0: Chris Sarandon, who played um the speaking role of Jack Skellington, he he had difficulty.
1: Yeah, he had difficulty with it. So you know, they sounded him and Danny sounded a little bit similar. So that's where you know Danny just said, "I'll just do it," and it turned out perfectly. I mean, you couldn't if you didn't know, you couldn't tell.
0: Yeah, and of course, I'm of course I love Danny Elfman from the Oingo Boingo days. Uh, Dead Man's Party, got to be the greatest album they ever recorded. Anyway.
1: Uh, So I'm trying to think of other Christmassy... um...
0: Okay, you want to know of a really stupid one? Sure. Jingle All the Way? Uh, With uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger?
1: Yeah, that's stupid.
0: I mean, he was in, in the kick for a short time where he was trying to come off as this not only is this, you know... The, A
1: family guy. Yeah, t- well,
0: well, m- well, more so he was doing more comedic roles and things like that. Because everybody knows him from Conan, Terminator. You know, he just wanted... He was to- trying
1: to soften up his image.
0: Exactly. And that, no, there's nothing wrong with that. No. because there's some of the movies he did were legitimately funny. He didn't
1: want to be typecast as the same big, you know, warrior type. He wanted to know that he could do other stuff.
0: Yeah. And bless him for that, but jingle all the way—that was dumb. Oh my gosh!
1: Another one that I find is really, really dumb. Oh my gosh! I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Oh gosh! No. I just had it. I lost it. <coughs>
0: <sighs> uh, Christmas with the Cranks,
1: or anything with the uh, Hallmark.
0: Oh my! Oh, the Hallmark Channel can fight <laughs> the big one. Oh anything my!
1: Anything Hallmark can just oh every sh-
0: single. Of these Christmas movies that's on the Hallmark Channel, it's a stupid rom-com. Oh my gosh. Badly it's written. Badly written. It's always the same formula. Same two, plot. Two mismatched people who are very like, ugh, I don't like you very much. Oh, Oh, you're a bit of a jerk. Well, I don't like you. End up at the end of the movie getting together. Every yeah. stupid movie on that channel is just like
1: that. I, I, yeah, no, we have no subscriptions, nothing to, what, nothing to do with Allmark. I, no, I don't even like buying their cards. Gosh. It's too, oh, saccharine sweet.
0: I, sw- I mean, every time I grab one of their cards, it, I, my fingers still, still, they feel very, very sticky when I go to put them Ugh. down because it's so sickeningly sweet.
1: Yeah, I, I just, you get a cavity just by holding the cards. Oh
0: my gosh. I had to go see if my blood sugar had spiked.
1: I just, I try to avoid Hallmark with the plague. Now, like when I worked in the nursing home, trust us, when you get a little, lady who has dementia, it is okay. Just, pl- and she doesn't want to do anything. She wants to watch TV, set her up, get her comfortable and turn on the Hallmark channel and let her watch that for a couple hours and she'd be a happy, lucky lady.
0: Yeah, this other channel now is called the Great American Channel.
1: Great American Channel? Pompous, yeah. are they?
0: Uh, just a little pompous. But well, they certain, certainly can't call themselves the the Great Canadian Channel, even though <laughs> you know, in Canada I'm sure everything'd be a lot better. Um But yeah, they're doing the same thing. with these dumbass rom coms? I'm leaving that in, by the way, because that's how I truly feel. Rom coms, holiday rom coms are dumb. Okay, I don't like they're them. for losers.
1: I, I, I'm just not. I've never been really a big rom com fan, have I? Now there's a couple that I like, but I I prefer sci fi thriller.
0: There's been only one rom-com I really liked, and you'll never guess what it was. What? Take a guess.
1: I, I don't know.
0: Shaun of the Dead.
1: Well, that's not really a rom-com. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it no. centers on
0: Shaun and Liz who yeah, break then, up but in but the but movie. That, it has
1: murder, death, and zombies it in doesn't, it. It's a rom-com different. with zombies. A rom-com it was the tagline for rom- the movie. A rom-com does not have death in it it d- Otherwise, Shaun of the Dead would be played on Hallmark. Four Weddings and a Funeral? Isn't that a rom-com? Oh, yeah. Ugh, I don't even... I like, saw that once and I gagged. But it doesn't matter. It, the
0: tagline for Shaun of the Dead is, it's a romantic comedy
1: with zombies. They were making a reference to that. And that's the only and rom-com... And then you would say that that... Okay, then fine. Then Deadpool's a rom-com. Even mentions it. It's her love story. Okay, then, you know, whatever. I guess you do love rom-coms, don't you?
0: There's only a couple I liked, and that's about it. Everything else, I mean, ugh. I don't care if Karen is this rich woman who has this big business. She has to come home for the holidays and meets this country bumpkin guy. They don't get along, and then at the end of the movie, they're smooching like crazy. This is the typical crap that's in most of these holiday rom-coms that are on Hallmark, or nowadays, The Great American Channel, gag me with the film.
1: I know. They always make the guys seem so macho and the women so helpless. Like, help me.
0: You know, they actually... I can't
1: change a flat tire. Oh, look, a big, strong kitchen man can help me. You know, <laughs> that kind of... Yes,
0: Ugh. you sound like a bimbo. None of the women, well, most
1: of them are,
0: yeah, but they're not portrayed as that in these darn movies. Yeah, no.
1: Well, they are bimbos, okay, well,
0: it is what it is, but it is disgusting. Gross. Hate those movies,
1: yes. Give me a murder, give me a you know, a thriller, give me like a scary movie, you know.
0: Well, what about Violent Night that just came out here recently? I've never seen it, it just came out, okay. I don't think I wanna see it though. Uh because uh John Leguizamo's was in it. I mean, oh, I'm kinda wanna avoid okay. that with the plague because no. of him because nope. he can't keep his mouth shut.
1: Um uh, just because he's in it, I will not see it.
0: Yeah. I'm nope, sorry. I, I had, had respect, respect for him until he started mouthing off about how like in the Super Mario Brothers movie, yes we're going off topic, but I don't care. How he's mouthing off about the cast and uh and the Super Mario Brothers movie, not very well diversified. Nah, it didn't have yep. any Latinos or anybody. And it's like, it doesn't, I don't care, dude. You're not in this movie. You were in the original of that bomb, by the way. So I wouldn't want to put that on my shelf if it was me.
1: So yeah, anything with him, yeah, hard pass. I don't care who's all in it. It can have all the actors I care about and I love watching. Don't care. If he's in it, I will not watch it. Yeah. And so in other words, if he's ever in Deadpool 3, I will not be watching it.
0: Well, let's just hope he never gets cast. I, in that I film.
1: don't think it will. Ryan I...
0: Reynolds, please, if you're listening, says, do not cast John Leguizamo. You will lose Ugh. a fan. I promise you.
1: Yep. Sorry. No. I I I don't like that
0: guy. Ugh. Anyways.
1: Anywho. I'm trying to
0: think of other uh, holiday films that we like. Um, Frosty.
1: Oh, what about um, Jack Frost? Jack Frost. That oh, was which one cool.
0: though? Which one? We had this uh, cute family film starring uh, Michael Keaton as Jack I like Ross. the Michael Keaton I like that one, too. I, then you have this absurdly stupid, scary film where a serial killer is Jack Frost killing people.
1: No, I like the Michael Keaton because I love Michael Keaton. I love, Oh, i am grown up with Michael oh, Keaton. Oh, my gosh. Mr. I Mom. I can't get out. Uh yeah, I cannot get enough of Michael oh, Keaton God, movies. I um, I, I ca-
0: he need to come back and do some more funny stuff.
1: He's been coming back and doing more stuff.
0: I know, but I want him to do some funny Remember, stuff. Remember, he's change.
1: in the he's in the Marvel universe now. I
0: know, but I want him to do something funny. I know.
1: All right, then let
0: me get that out but there.
1: But then, well, okay, here's something that'll make a gag. Now, I like the first one. I don't like the others. The Santa Claus. Or well, the clauses now. The clause. Oh,
0: jeez. and that got renewed for a second season on Disney Plus. God, love it.
1: Oh. Tim Allen's first one, I liked it. After that, it's like, why, why? You know, what was the point?
0: So the first one sets him up where he accidentally kills Santa Claus. He puts on. His uh clothes.
1: Why? That makes no sense That no, no doesn't make
0: any sense at all. Although they try explaining the rules which are still stupid and then with the second one is he has to get married.
1: Yeah. That's, and then the that's...
0: third one, his in laws trying to hide the fact that they're at the North Pole and say, Oh, they're in Canada and why do you look like that? Oh, well they just dress warm and you're in Canada. I'm like Then we
1: had um Jack Frost in like that third I think It was
0: uh, with uh, Martin Short as yeah. uh Oh. But
1: it's like oh. I I did see them. I don't like them. I just give me the original, and that's fine. Again, that is like a Christmas story. I cannot tolerate that every year. Like maybe every other or every two years, I can stomach that one. Otherwise, I want to throw myself off of a roof.
0: So it makes me want to vomit. What it makes me want to do.
1: So yeah, I mean, I mean, I do have a few that I like, but. Uh, my latest one that I really like and I think will be added to my favorite list is Spirited.
0: Oh yes, we just watched it a second time here um, yeah. earlier today as of this recording, mm-hmm. and it just gets better.
1: I, I you catch the little jokes, you catch things that you missed, and
0: little references like you're <laughs> fans of uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell. You're, there's quite a few references if you pay attention. Yeah,
1: so that's going to be added to my list as um as a new holiday favorite. Yes.
0: Really. As long as we keep our Apple Plus, uh Apple TV Plus subscription.
1: <laughs> well, there's one thing that a with us world can do without. What's that? Mariah Carey.
0: Let's end it on this note because, <laughs> oh my gosh, I absolutely hate that woman and that stupid song of hers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I can't stand the self-proclaimed queen of Christmas. Oh, so you're telling me that your career is so washed up now that only one time of the year, you're just like the groundhog, you come out and start singing that stupid song, you're in Times Square singing it, or you're having some dumb uh, television special based on that, and for four years in a row, that song tops the Billboard Top 100
1: why you know what you know what song is so much better than that it is one of my favorites what's that that is ertha's kit ertha kits um santa, santa baby. baby that is good santa baby i love Eartha kit um she made a great cat woman she did um back in a time where it was very controversial too
0: they had three women who played Catwoman on that TV series. And, of course, you one of a lot Kitt,
1: and then you had. Um,
0: Julie Newmar. Julie Very Newmar. Very curvaceous.
1: And I forgot who the last one was. I did,
0: too. But that, that's the one but, that everybody seems to remember is Julie Newmar.
1: Yep. Well, Eartha Kitt. I remember Eartha Kitt. Well, and I Julie. do, too. Eartha and Julie, yeah. Those are the two big ones that I remember the most. And, you know, I mean. Uh, but her Santa Baby, I just love that song.
0: I wish we could play this on this podcast, but we can't because of uh,
1: yeah. All right. Oh, hiccup. Sorry. All right. I swear I'm not drunk either. But um, yeah, just bring up that song and listen to it. Um.
0: Why can't that song top the Billboard 100 around this time of the year? Why does it have to be that stupid Mariah Carey song? I just
1: love. Now, now, after we're done with this, I want to listen to that song.
0: Well, you should. You ought to. You you should treat yourself. All right, well, that's enough of that. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to wrap this thing up. Uh, New episodes of the show are always available every Monday mornings at 8 a.m. Central Time. Um, Like I said, we've had some issues uh, with some episodes recently where it was either something wrong with the computer or a file got corrupted. We apologize for that. Technology, folks, even though we're in the 21st century, it's still not perfect and far from being perfect so that's just how it is but anyways we are going to skedaddle i'm travis and i'm heather you guys have a good one have a merry christmas and happy and have a happy new year and we'll see you guys uh well january january something something
1: Something january it'll be a surprise Surprise!
0: (laughs) (laughs) you have a good one Bye.
1: bye bye
0: www.basementprotocolproductions.com. This has been a Basement Protocol production.